Zach Osborne, who's been a part of Supercross for many years. Also, your 450 champion for the Lucas Oil Outdoor Season. He joins us now. How how does a rider like yourself? You've got a family now, bro. You've got uh, a series of races within a seven day period, unlike anything that you've done in the past. Well, maybe unlike last year. How in the hell do you prepare for a season like this, Zach Osborne? Well, you know, it's it's pretty much the typical preparation. Um, the only thing that's going to change is our our weekly routine a little bit. Um, you know, between races, whereas normally we would fly um, from the the stadium or the city we race in back home to Florida and then back to the stadium the next weekend, whereas this year we'll be spending um, most of the time seven to ten days in each each city. So, uh, you know, just a little bit of different different uh, weekly routine. But other than that, you know, the preseason prep and everything has been basically the same. Zach Osborne getting set for the 2021 Supercross season, joining us here in the Freak Nation. You look at your schedule, and you've got races that are three and four days apart. What kind of damage does that do to your body, and do you have to train any differently? Well, I think it's actually a lot less damage on our body, honestly. Um, you know, typically, like I said, we would we would fly home on Sunday, ride Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, fly back to the to the next race on Friday, and race again on Saturday, and you know, repeat it all over again for 17 or 18 weeks, whatever it typically is. And, um, you know, now with being uh, racing on Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, we don't really ride d- during the week at all other than that race. So mm-hmm. it's, it's actually a lot less uh, riding and wear and tear on the body um, for, for the schedule to be this way. Oh, my gosh. I never would have thought of it that way. But, yeah, you bring up a very good point. We were just talking about this a little bit ago before we got you on the air and, and yes, Statman was bringing up the point that having races together in the same city is better on you guys schedule-wise. But yeah, how this affects your body to the positive of things is even more incredible. I just, I never really put it that way. But when it comes to this new schedule, are there going to be some things that you miss? I mean, yes, of course, the West Coast races. But are there going to be some other things that you miss from the typical schedules of years past? Well, I think that one of the big things uh, for Supercross is just the fan interaction and how close you can actually get to the athletes. And I think that that's one thing that we miss as well. You know, that's part of our daily routine at the races is getting to see the fans, signing autographs, and kind of being face-to-face when, you know, in other sports you can't do that um, even in the slightest. So uh, that's that's one of the tough things about this whole thing is is the missing link of the fans and the atmosphere that they bring. And, um, I mean, I hope it returns to – some sort of normal as soon as possible. So how do you get yourself jacked up for a race? Besides the fact that this is your job and you absolutely love your job, but without fans there, I don't know how much you rely on them to give you added energy for some of these races, but how do you get yourself more and more jacked up with consequences being different? It's actually pretty crazy. I I maybe underestimated um, this part of it before, but um, it, it came kind of, right to the forefront when we were in Salt Lake and we were there for the main event, uh, at one of the first rounds and it was, a, it was a day race. So it was completely daylight the fans were, you know, there were no fans. The stands were completely empty and, uh, we were like, Oh wow, we're going racing. And you know, there's just no atmosphere, <laughs> no electricity. That's one thing about supercross typically is the, the atmosphere and the, you know, the excitement before the gate drop is, is all time. And, um, this, this whole thing's kind of brought a new light on how much, we actually do appreciate the fans and 
how much they actually bring to us um, as racers. But, you know, I think that at the end of the day, the job at hand is the same to go out there and win races and do as good as possible. So um, it, it's one of those things where you just have to go and, and do the job. 450 outdoor champ Zach Osborne in the Freak Nation on a Sunday night. Zach, you have any music? A lot of guys get turned on by music before they get in the gates. Is that you? Well, I'm actually not a, a big music guy for, for motivation. I'm more of like a Zen guy. Oh, so wow. Okay. Breathing and, and that kind of stuff. Um, I, I do love music. I, you know, I listen to all kinds of music. Classic rock's probably my number one genre. But, um, it's one of those things, you know, I, I, I like to be as, as low key and Zen as possible, um, to be able to go out there and perform at my best. Hold on though. In a normal, well, heck even now, but in a normal year when the excitement level is so crazy, how can you keep your crew chief on Zen level the same as you? Well, you know, I think that it's, it is a very individual sport, but at the same time, there's a team atmosphere to it, you know, with, with all the technical, um, people that we have to have in place to go and do the job properly. So um, I think that they all have a really good understanding and, and know how as to how I operate and um, what it takes for me to thrive. So, you know, they just kind of keep it all, um, you know, all in check for me and help me to stay as calm as possible. Hold on, hold on. Did we just hear your number one fan back there? I don't. It was your son or your daughter, I think, but I know your son is like future rider, right? Uh, maybe we'll see. He he's uh he's chasing, trying to get outside right now, but it's already dark here in Florida, so I'm trying to have to tell him no. Speaking of family, Zach must be tough in this time of COVID quarantine, sequestered. Is that hard on your family when you're traveling in Supercross? Yeah, it's tough. Um, well, as a group, as a family, pretty much all the time prior to this. So now we're at a place where you know they. they can't really go to the races because there's a limited number of people in the pits and and in the stands and stuff so um they're actually going to travel to the cities but just stay at the motor home which will be parked off site um each week they're not going to go to all of them it's just it's very tough to um put them through the kind of the regulations and stuff that we have to go through so um we're, we're trying to be sensitive to their wants and needs too and um but also still include them as much as possible Come on, man. I'm the father of a seven-year-old. You're the father of, what, a three and a four-year-old? How old are your kids? Six and two. Dude, that's got to be, regardless, that's still got to be tough knowing that your your baby girl and your boy is not up there watching you. Yeah, it's not ideal, but, um, you know, just like in Salt Lake, they stayed at the motorhome and watched the races on TV, and, you know, by the time I got back, they already knew what happened, and <laughs> um, we're on point, so... Uh, it's just it's just the times that we're in currently um, as a, as a society, I guess you would say, and this is just the sacrifice that we have to make. So, what's the victory routine? Because I know there was a win in Salt Lake. How did they greet you back at the motorhome? Oh, they were pumped. Actually, we didn't. Um, a couple of times, we didn't really spray the champagne on the podium, so we got to have a couple of champagne uh, <laughs> showers at the, at the motorhome with the kids, and um, you know, it was, just, it, it was fun. We we kind of just you know celebrate and take in the moment as much as possible and really, you know, show them and, you know, make some memories as far as that goes um, as to how it went or, you know, a day that they can remember. That's actually, I think I would rather spray champagne with my family, especially with young kids versus on the podium. You, you can do the podium anytime, but with your family, that's pretty awesome. 
Yeah, they were super pumped on it, and obviously, um, I, I did spray them a little bit, but they they weren't too keen on that. But yeah, it was it was awesome. It was it was a cool moment. You know what though? Let's think about the year twenty twenty to now, where we are in twenty twenty one. We're still preseason for Supercross, but how much nicer is it knowing that okay? Going into the season, we're going to have to be flexible. We have all these changes. We just have to adapt. We just have to roll with the punches. Whereas last year, this all hit you guys like a brick wall in the middle of your season. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the stop was a huge benefit for me as far as my career goes. Um, I, I had just broken my back in five oh, places yeah. and um, had a massive injury. So uh, I would have missed the rest of Supercross had it not been for the COVID stop and um, it was, yeah, obviously a strange, strange deal, but also, you know, I think that there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of limbo still left in this thing. So we just have to take it week by week and get as good results as possible and really assert ourselves at the front right from the start, which is what I did in the outdoor championship because we weren't really sure when that would, you know, stop or end or be continued later date or whatever. So, um, for me, the biggest thing is going to be, getting off to a good start, good, strong start in the first couple of races and really making it happen. 2020 Lucas Oil Outdoor Motocross 450 champion, has a couple of championships in the East Regionals for the 250 class of Supercross since 2017, 2018, getting set for the 2021 Supercross season. Zach Osborne here in the Freak Nation. Buddy, good luck to you, uh, and uh, keep that back in shape this year, won't you? Yes, sir. Sounds good. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it, and uh, all the best for the new year. Thanks, buddy. Zach Osborne here in the Freak Nation.